Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey guys, just Josh at the top of the show. Thank you all for coming out to this show that you're about to hear. All of you together helped raise $2,545 for the Indigenous Literacy Foundation. So well done, you guys. That's going to go a long way in helping those guys buy books for kids in Indigenous communities. So thank you very much. Now, at the end of the show, there's a bit of a plug, but it's it's a shit plug because I feel weird plugging stuff in front of an audience. So I'm going to do it now. So tickets are on sale for the comedy festival Don't You Know Who I Am. And so they're going to be all through the month of April. So April 1, April 8, April 15 and April 23 at 4.30 at the European Beer Cafe. It's going to be on directly after the Dum Dum Club. So if you go to the Dum Dum Club, stick around and watch Don't You Know Who I Am as well. And tickets for that are on sale at joshearl.com.au slash gigs. Go straight there. It'll cost you $60 to see all four shows, so a season pass, or they're $20 per show individually. So go to the season pass. It's going to be great. On top of that, I'm also doing two shows for the Comedy Festival's Festival Club at Max Watts House of Sound, which is what the old Hi-Fi building is. And so if you're in Melbourne, make sure you come to these. These are going to be so big. Uh, tickets, I'm not sure they're on sale yet. Uh, so the season pass will only get you into the European Beer Cafe ones. These ones are being produced by the Melbourne Comedy Festival themselves. And so they're going to help out booking the guests. So we're going to have uh, the best of the best of the festival coming along and playing on these ones. Uh, so international guests who I couldn't normally get because, you know, they're not mates, they're not on my phone. And so, and also the first one, which is on April 3. So the two shows are April 3, April 10. The first one just so happens to be the 100th episode of Don't You Know Who I Am. So it's going to be huge. So make sure you come to that show because there's, you know, 600 seats to fill. Uh, yeah, you know, this year I was doing a 40-seater at Sun Velvet Morning and then for Comedy Festival, I got, yeah, let's just let's just raise that by almost like 15. Probably is exactly 15. Yeah, I'm pretty good at maths. Anyway, so make sure you come to those ones if you're in Melbourne and keep an, keep an ear out if you're somewhere else in the country, say Brisbane or Sydney, because some dates very soon in the new year are going to be announced. Oh, also, Canberra listeners... I'm going to be uh, in Canberra for the Canberra Comedy Festival doing my show, Josh Earl versus the Women's Weekly Children's Birthday Cake Book. I've done it in every single capital city in Australia apart from Canberra. So you're going to get it now. So thank you very much for those who are already buying tickets. Awesome. Anyway, enjoy this episode recorded live at the uh, European Beer Cafe in the basement. It is a very, very good one. Have a good Christmas. Enjoy this. And I'll see you next week with me and Dilruk. Jay Sinner, counting down the top 10 most downloaded shows of the year. It's a really fun episode. You get highlights from all these shows. And yeah, it's fun to play along. Who's going to get the number one? Anyway, I'll see you soon. Bye.
Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am here at the European Beer Cafe. This is the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. Still, who knows why. It is a special Christmas themed show. It might be a bit looser. Thank you very much for coming out. There's no bullshit about me searching myself on the internet. It's Christmas. I don't want to do that to myself. Anyway, (laughs) let's meet our guest now. Our first guest. She's been on the show so many times, I'm not going through all the bullshit of who she shares her name with. You know her from Rosehaven, you know her from Utopia. Please welcome Silly Pacola! G'day, mate. G'day, mate. Thanks for coming. No problem. I went to Westfield Shopping Town today oh, is that and I've the lost the will was? to live. So it's <laughs> lovely to be here. Oh my God, has anyone done Christmas shopping today? Fucking hell. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Oh, what, sorry. You have to buy a dreidel for that, do you? Is that... <laughs> just sing the dreidel. Just, okay, just sing the song. Okay, great. Also joining us is a man that if you type his name into Google, the related searches are net worth, <laughs> height, <laughs> and wife. Please welcome from Hard Quiz, it's Tom Gleason. <laughs> G'day. Yes! <laughs> Net worth, eh? Oh. Can I ask, what is the net worth of your tall wife? <laughs> uh, exactly half of what I earn. Because <laughs> I like to share. <laughs> We've got pay parity in our house. Also joining us is, an, is a guest who shares her name with a director at Blackout Media, a Sydney contemporary artist and a physical therapist who is a hand specialist at Maddie and Mules in Baltimore. Please welcome us, Anne Edo Edmonds. I'm a hand specialist. Hey, Edo, you're a hand specialist. (laughs) Now, we have to share mics, okay? We're not normally... Yeah, sorry, but you're going to share with our next guest. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. I hope it's not my nemesis in the comedy industry. (laughs) Is it? I'm sorry it might be. So, we had someone pull out. So, Miff Warhurst pulled out. So, it's not her fault. Something's come up and she has to go deal with it. So, the ninth person who said yes. Uh, <laughs> you know him from the little Dum Dum Club. Please welcome us, Carl Chandler. <laughs> Sorry, I should say the first person who said yes, the ninth person asked. <laughs> You know what, I thought this podcast was a lot better when Hilsey hosted it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Miff pulled out. Okay. Uh, now, do you want to go through the names, who, who I asked? Yeah, cool, let's rub it in, sure. <laughs> oh, sorry, you don't like a list of people's names. Oh. No, I won't, I won't do that to you, Carl. No, go on, I'm interested. Okay, the first, first one I asked uh, Reese Nicholson. Right. In Sydney. And then Couldn't you thought, it. who's the next... Most closest person to Reese Nicholson, you went to. Well, then I asked Joel Creasy. <laughs> Look, these are all good comics. I'm, I'm happy with this yeah. so far. Then I asked Nate Valvo. He okay. can't do it because he's babysitting. Was there a requirement you really needed a gay person? Or... <laughs> I didn't even think. Okay. Uh, and then the next person was Denise Scott. Right. Yep. Dave O'Neill. Yep. Dave Thornton. I can cop all this. Dave Thornton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Kappa. Okay. Uh. <laughs> but I just, you reading those names out, I just felt like we went through turbulence. Like, we just dropped about 200 feet there. 
Okay, our next guest, with this appearance, makes her tied for the most appearances on the podcast. Please welcome, it's the People's Champion, it's Geraldine Hickey, everyone. Hey, Jess. G'day, mate. How you doing? I got drunk twice yesterday. Once, <laughs> once before midday and another time before midnight. Because <laughs> you are officially now on holidays for the summer. I am. I think we need another seat. Uh, I'll, I'll move over here. I'll just stand. There we go. Everyone's shifted. We need more mics. I know we need much. more microphones. You should have told me before I got here. I could have bought some more with my net worth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and our last guest is a man who, when you type his name into Google, you get hundreds and hundreds of pages about the Titanic, Terminator, and Avatar. Please welcome a man with two first names. It's Cameron James. Oh, I speak into that. Yeah, you're speaking to Jez's mic. G'day, how are ya? Hey, everyone. Uh, fuck, thank God you're here. I thought I was going to be the least famous person. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. I just want to say, just quickly, it's a, it's a great thrill to be on a show with all of my heroes. Uh, not this gig, but I'm doing a gig after this. <laughs> it's the A-list comedy Christmas gala. Try and get a ticket if you can. Uh, <laughs> there's only 800 left, so try to get in. <laughs> can we just leave? It's, it's at the casino. I thought it was, the casino was bad before, but now... <laughs> oh, it's at the casino food court, actually. Um, try the focaccia. Right. Can I just get everyone just to leave a pause for the edit point? Great, excellent. Okay, uh, okay. so today, apart from the first round, everything is to do with Christmas, okay? Does everyone enjoy Christmas? I didn't ask. Yes. Oh, this is going to be annoying with the, with the microphones. I know you love Christmas, Jets. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Cam, you a fan of Christmas? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, end of the chat. <laughs> what do you love better, Christmas or the casino? <laughs> Matt, I love to put, uh, put money on Christmas, guys. Go, go Santa. No? All right, cool. Okay, our first game is called Social Me, Me, Media. Where I'll read out a status update by one of you six. And you have to buzz in. Your name is your buzzer and say who you think tweeted it. You can't guess for your own. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, the person who actually tweeted it, they get the point. Okay, everyone aware? Just shout out your name if you th- think you know who it is. Okay. Okay, our first question is this one. Throw a chip packet on the ground, $200 fine. Throw a megaton of CO2 in the air, free. Anne. Yes, Anne. Carl. No, that was Tom Gleeson. A point there for Tom Gleeson, yes. Yes. Political. <laughs> I'm trying to Carl's shit tweets. <laughs> oh, shit. You, well, you thought it was number 78 on one of these... <laughs> one of those days where he writes 100 jokes and That's one of them it. hits the mark. <laughs> Hey, at least nine of them do. <laughs> Question two. I'm reading a mystery I bought secondhand and someone has underlined all the clues. I'm going to find them and kill them. Underline that. Jez. Yes, Jez. Celia. Yeah, no, it was Edo. So I'll point there for Edo. Yeah. I do read a lot of murder mysteries, that's why. You're a fan? And yep. Were you on holiday, Edo, when this happened? Yes, I think it was last year. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was last year at Christmas time, which is the theme of this podcast. <laughs> Christmas. <Yeah. laughs> and, and I'd feel a lot more comfortable if you grabbed the mic off me. Okay. What? I will as well. I really like doing podcasts. I like how professional they are. 
I feel no like one listening to this will get what I'm doing. <laughs> but it's really funny. I just like how Edo's answering it like you've just won a prize on a game show. It sounds like it Thank looks you. like you're on um, uh, the Price Is Right. I'm going to say 300. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> when, when, when she keeps leaning into talking to this thing I'm holding, I feel like I should tell my wife about it. <laughs> Question. <laughs> Tweet number 75. <laughs> Question. Hey, that's not bad for 75. Yeah. <laughs> that's about 3.30 in the afternoon when I'm officially fucking cooked. <laughs> Looking around the house, it's going, what can I see? Microphone, yeah. done, okay. Yeah. Question three. It's taken a while, but I've figured it out. The worst thing a guy can say after going down on a girl is, my compliments to the chef. Carl, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carl. Crown Casino Zone, Cameron James. <laughs> You are correct. A point there for Carl. <laughs> Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Australia. I've now turned that into my closing joke, which you can see live at the Crown Casino Food Court tonight. <laughs> oh, I really like that one. Okay. <laughs> Question four. The lowest my self-esteem ever gets is when I can't get the attention of a dog. Edo. Yes, Edo. Uh, Jez. No, that is Carl as well. Another point for Carl, yeah. <laughs> Got a laugh too. <laughs> 69. Oh. <laughs> now, everyone know Carl loves a dog? Does everyone know this? He does. Which dog? <laughs> Which dog? Uh, 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 any, any, kind of, any dog on the street, you walk with Carl Chandler down the street, he sees a dog, he'll get the attention of the dog. That's part of what I love Thailand so much for. There's yeah. so many dogs on the street that I can pack. <laughs> And I don't think you meant to. <laughs> no, I know that now. You know, but you know he just bought a cat. Yeah. Yeah, so why, Carl? <laughs> I, I want to grab it off here. <laughs> why, why what? Why do I buy a cat? Yeah, if you love dogs. Because you can love both. I'm poly... <laughs> poly doggerous. Yeah. 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 Does that work? Don't know. Yeah, he ties the dog up and then, yeah, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Well, to be fair, you've got to tie yeah, a dog up. That's what yeah. I was talking about. Right. Okay. <laughs> Do polyamorous people, um, any in? They're yeah. boring! <laughs> They're so shit. They're Do, boring. They, all, do they, to always tie, they don't always have to tie no. each other up. Do they? <laughs> I, I just I want to tie on. <laughs> are you, are you poly? No, they, they don't have to, but it fucking helps. <laughs> <laughs> You love Crown and Star City Casino, don't you? Yeah, mate. Uh, guys, come to Sydney sometime. Check out the Star. We've got some great shit going on there. Um, fucking, yeah, cool. <laughs> Can I just check? Just because, just yeah. I mean, I know, but there might be people who yeah. don't. That means you... Have multiple partners who yeah, are cool Yeah, that's it. right. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So, yeah. yeah. Or, so or it could so. be margarine. It's up to you. I don't know. What? <laughs> Polyunsaturated. So, oh. <laughs> so it's, it's polyamorous. Polyamorous. I thought right. you were just really attracted to people who leave the kettle on. Yeah. Hey? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> no over 80s in the room? Fuck you. <laughs> Call your nan when you get home. She'll be really impressed. <laughs> yeah. Call your nan. Ask her, nan, are you poly? <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> Take going to be great. Celia just said, take it off me. Okay. <laughs> Question five. The thing I love about Pauline Hanson is she tells it like it isn't. Carl. Yes, Carl. Tom. You are correct. Another point there for Carl. Yeah, round of yes. applause for Carl. Yeah. 
throwing down some politics there again. <laughs> Why do you... what, what, what was that, your one tweet for the day, loser? <laughs> And why are you being so nasty to your mum? <laughs> you hurt my feelings. <laughs> you hurt my feelings as much as you did when you got nominated for a Barry that you didn't deserve. <laughs> oh, that was a pre-prepared one from the car, I reckon. <laughs> Mate, it was two Barry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, I didn't remember, like, everybody. <laughs> this is so already, like, family Christmas. It's great. Okay. Your Pauline, my mum, usually talks a lot of shit at Christmas. <laughs> oh, yes, I can. That was like when you only had 25 people in at your show that one night and I had 30, you dumb cunt. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I love uh, politics. <laughs> politics, hey! <laughs> We got there. Okay, so this one. Now, when Twitter user, Twitter user with a handle always one truth wrote, remember when Australia voted and the yes people kept up their foul language and insults because they were still not happy, which of you replied, fuck off? Jez. Yes, Jez. That was Celia. It was Celia Picola, yeah, point there. But, 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 biggest regret of my life, because if I've ever on Twitter, I've had a wine. Yeah. Always. So I was like, fuck this guy. But then I, what I really should... If I thought about it for a second, because he spelled foul like a chicken, so yeah. I should have made a chicken joke, and I didn't, and it's the greatest regret of my life. I reckon fuck off is good. I reckon uh, yeah, it's very well, succinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass. All right. Fuck off, chook. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh, well. If I could turn back time... Question seven. Never seen a female comedian go over time, suck the audience dry, behave like the headline act when they're not. Fuck up, shut up. Yes. Celia, yes, Celia, Celia, Edo. You are correct, yeah, point there for Celia. Wow, Edo, you've never seen Fiona O'Loughlin. <laughs> you've got to get along. No, I was just angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just want to say, I have seen Edo open a set by outing a drug dealer in the crowd <laughs> who happened to run the room. Not going to name name. The point. Big pardon? Okay, someone, someone's heckling from the crowd. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are there any police in? No, we're good. Okay. Uh, question eight. Stupid meringue never works. It's nature's Bluetooth. Jez. Yes, Jez. Edo. You are correct. That was Edo. Yeah, point there for Jez. Yes. I don't remember that one. <laughs> no one else makes meringue here. <laughs> I do hate Bluetooth. It never works. <laughs> it's, never, it's never worked once. <laughs> Not even in your car? No. Nah. <laughs> never connected once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you probably all right, all right. Shut up. You're sucking the audience dry. <laughs> also, you don't have Bluetooth in your car. No. <laughs> Toyota Echo 2001. <laughs> I wish I was Tom. <laughs> yeah, my phone connects to all three cars. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> Uh, 
question. Oh, you... None of the cars were nominated for a Barry, though. <laughs> I have to take my wealth top. as a reward. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, question nine. A woman just screamed so blood-curdling, I thought she was being attacked. When I looked, I saw her dog was eating shit out of another dog's ass. Carl. <laughs> yes, Carl. Geraldine. No, it was Cameron James. Put there for Cam. <laughs> Yeah, watch out, Tom. I'm coming for your job, cunt. <laughs> Tom, is your job eating shit out of dog's ass? No, that's what Cameron's going to do at the casino tonight. <laughs> no, Tom does do that. He's nominated for a borry. <laughs> Cameron got that point. Okay, and our last question for the round is this one. Suck a big turd, everyone that voted no. Carl. Yes, Carl. It's got to be Geraldine. You are correct. It was Geraldine Quinn. <laughs> Geraldine Hickey, sorry. Sorry, Jess. What? I just called you the wrong Geraldine. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not good. the first time. That's all right. Nor will it be the last. Okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Tom on one point. Give it up for Tom Gleason, everyone. Edo on one point. Yeah. Celia on one point. Yeah. Cameron James on one point. Geraldine Hickey on two points. But in the lead on four points, it's Carl Chandler. Wow, the points are like inverse to our profiles. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because I've got zero. Okay. uh. (laughs) All right, this round is called Just What I Always Wanted. It's a new round, and in this round, we talk about presents that we've received, or at least one present that someone's received. Now, in this round, I'm going to talk about a young Cameron James. Who, when he was a small boy, wanted to be a big boy, he got his dream (laughs) present. A remote control car that had the head of a python on it. He showed the toy to his neighbour, who just happened to break it pretty much straight away. Yeah, Cameron was very upset. But how did he exact his revenge? Was it A? Later that day, they were invited to go for a swim in the neighbour's above-ground pool. Cam purposely took a shit in it. Suck a turd, anyone who voted no. (laughs) B, it was a very hot day and the neighbourhood kids planned to have a water fight. Cam secretly filled his super soaker up with water from the toilet, then asked the neighbour if if he was thirsty and if he could spray water into his mouth. The boy said yes and Cam took great pleasure in doing this. Or C, Cam grabbed his neighbour's head, shoved it in a cupboard and slammed the door on it. Now, you guys can ask Cam as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, he wants you to get it wrong, so he gets your points. So he can actually get five points in this round. Okay. So, the floor is open for questions. Ask away. When you did the shit in the pool... (laughs) (laughs) So we all know I did the shit in the pool. (laughs) Did you pull down your pants or shoot it out a leg? (laughs) I'm not an animal. (laughs) Shot it out a leg. <laughs> where, where did it go? <laughs> I assume it ended up in the filter. Um, but it just kind of floated around down the bottom of the pool. Right. Kind of just above the bottom, but not quite sitting on the floor. What, what does that say about your diet? <laughs> <laughs> Big Christmas lunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you shot toilet water into the 
perpetrator's mouth, mm-hmm. did you just like shoot it full steam or was it just like a little, like enough for them to have a nice little drink? <laughs> like how much pressure? It wasn't a super soaker. It was one of those little pistoly ones. Okay, so you just... Yeah, I just gave him two or three little pumps. On the back of the throat? Which is about all I can do, to be honest. Um, uh, when you did that, did you immediately go, suck shit, that was toilet water? Or did they still not know to this day? I think they know now, but I think their brother told them. Also, the detail you left off was that the, po- uh, the python head on the car shot water out of the top of the python. It was called a Tycho python. Look it up. Uh, and so it was a little bit of karmic revenge there. I can see why you left it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Edit then the, point. Door, mm. the door slammed, so head in a cupboard. Mm. What was the cupboard? What type of cupboard? Uh, a closet, I guess, like a clothes cupboard. How badly yeah. were they hurt? Pretty bad. Did they go to the hospital? No, they didn't go to the hospital. They just went out and cried to their mum. Did you get in trouble? No, because this is the most sociopathic thing. I, I slammed that. This is the most sociopathic thing. I slammed his head in it, and then I grabbed him and I looked him in the eyes and I said, "If anyone asks, you say you did this to yourself." <laughs> <laughs> He's very good at this game. Well, it's, I don't know. Is this story in your act as well now? Or? <laughs> it is now. I just fucking killed. So yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say P. I'm going to say P gun. So uh, toilet water gun. So, uh, yep, okay, you're locking in B, okay? Yep. Uh, Tom, do you want to lock in an answer? Uh, I'm going to lock in cupboard door. Cupboard door. So C for Tom, okay? Edo. Uh, I'll take poo. Poo pool. A. <laughs> I'm going to take poo for 200. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so A for Edo. Carl Chandler, what do you think? Uh, I'll go the door one as well. Okay, uh, uh, C for Carl. Yep. Jez? Yeah, I'm going to go C as well. Okay, the correct answer was C. Yes, so two points for Cam, one point for Jez, one point for Carl, and one point for Tom Gleason. Give it up, everyone. So, did he just go and gob on you straight away, though? No, he told his mum. He ran out to his mum crying, and then I followed him out. And while he was in his mum's arms, he looked at me, and then he said, I did this to myself. (laughs) That is true. But he's a psycho. He used to eat glass. No, not a good kid. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> edit point. The thing I like about that too is it's honest though because he did do it to himself because he shouldn't have wrecked your present in the first place. <laughs> do you have kids? You sound like a parent. You did this to yourself. <laughs> if you hadn't wrecked my present in the first place, I wouldn't have had to put your head in the cupboard door. <laughs> now say it back to me. I did it to myself. Well done, kid. Okay, at the end of that round, the scores are Edo on one point, Celia on one point, Tom Gleason on two points, Cam on three points, Jez on three points, we're still in the lead on five points, it's Carl Chandler. All right, this round is called Knowing Me, Knowing You. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about one person on the panel. You have to determine whether it happened to them or it happened to me. You can ask as many questions as you want. If you are correct, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person who the fact may or may not be about, they get the point. Okay, so the first one is to Celia. Now, yes. was it Tom or was it me whose dad used to make us cut down our Christmas tree illegally on Crown land? <laughs> Every time a car drove past, he made us jump down into the long grass in case it was the police. Ah. <laughs> you're cutting down trees in the casino? No. <laughs> Crown land. It's that's I'm that's confused. Josh. 
That's Cam. Cal, can you pass the mic to Tom so he can... Uh, that's not that far. All right. What, you used to cut down trees. I did that. All Illegally. Right. Yeah. And you used to jump... If a car drove past... Well... Yeah. So, I can ask jump down. You questions? Okay. Tom, yeah. was that you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it was Josh. Was that? Yeah. But, I mean, you, you've you seemed... But... You, you <laughs> He just made it seem like it was me, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was actually Josh. <laughs> but it Be- wouldn't have been you. Josh more about it. was it. a before, dad. Before a dad made your dad. Before made the show, you. I did put Tom's head in the cupboard and slam the door and say, <laughs> "You say it was me. You yeah. say it was me." You jumped down and you chopped it down, and then a car went past, and then you. Me said, and my brothers would chop it down. Yeah. And then any car, so any light, yeah. they would just go, "Car," and would jump down the grass and, and we'd down. stay there until like the car disappeared. Then we'd jump back up and keep cutting it. <laughs> And I took one year, which was the last year I did it, I got a tick from doing it because I was jumping down in ferns and I had a shaved head at the time and I didn't realise until we got back home when my dad went to say goodnight to me, rubbed my head and there was a tick burying into it and we if, had to burn if, it off. If this, wow. if this is Tom, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> because the reason why, because I told you, th- I don't know if this will come, because this yeah, is not, no, I'm not shocked it. by this because I used to do this as well and in my, I think we did it way more hardcore as we'd cut down trees, we got sent out to cut down trees and drag them home and if a car came past, instead of hiding in the grass like a fucking dick, we'd hold the tree up and lean against it and whisper. Like we're just standing next to a tree in the bush on the side of the road and then keep dragging it. Uh, um, I'm going to assume because of the humiliating tick thing that it was probably you. You are incorrect. It was Tom. Diabolical. (laughs) Josh, have you ever done the sociopath test, my friend? Yeah. (laughs) The tick story is true. But we didn't do it from cutting down a tree. So I just got a real story oh. and put it to that one. Yeah, like a sociopath. That's psycho. <laughs> it's not the first time I've done this podcast, guys, okay? <laughs> My question is, what type of... Where, where is all this money going today? <laughs> to, oh, yeah. I'm giving it away to the charity. Don't worry. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> At the end, we'll, we'll, we'll Josh, do it on my did you phone. just see a charity one time? Is yeah, that yeah. <laughs> this is adopted off a, off a time you gave $2 to the Salvation Army and you've gone, oh, I'll just put that story here. <laughs> it's going to the Indigenous Literacy Foundation. All of you guys have donated $25 to us. So well done, you guys. Yes! And that is called deflection. Okay. Uh, anyway, that was very good. Because so normally you'd think nefarious acts of crime would be you, Tom, and then you, you yeah. tricked me. You did well. But... Mm. There's more to the story for Tom. Yes. Well, the thing I like about the story is that my dad used to make a lot of it. Like, the car would drive past. It could be the police. We all have to hide in the grass. We would hide in the grass. We took it very seriously. And it was only when I was about 34 (laughs) that I thought, we lived in a country town just outside it with a population of 100. My dad was friends with the policeman, (laughs) whose name was Gary, which means we were never going to go to jail. (laughs) He just enjoyed watching us dive into the grass. <laughs> okay, so to Carl now. Edo, was it Edo or was it me, whose mum, when she was eight years old, asked for a pony for Christmas. Her parents thought it would be funny to buy her a riding helmet and then tell her to go run out into the backyard. <laughs> Only for there to be a pile of horse shit. They then told her, oh no, it must have run away. Is that Edo's mum or is that my mum? And, you know, oh, that, that happened to Edo's mum or, or your mum? Or it happened to my mum. Mm. 
You can ask us as many questions as you want. Um, what do you ask to a <laughs> what story like that? Like, what, what are the questions? Like, what, what did the shit smell like? <laughs> what? Horse. <laughs> Pony. Must be her, a dedo. <laughs> She's got the inside info. Mm. Do you want to ask? Yeah. Who do you think it was? Let's go Edo. You think it was Edo? Yeah. You are incorrect. That yeah. was me. Yeah. Well, it was Mum. Some, you was should have asked some questions, Carl. <laughs> it's all right. Like, what, would you, what, was, what would you have asked? What's your mum's name? <laughs> Lynn. Yeah, but like, what How does that mean? How did she feel afterwards? <laughs> How did you know about it? When did she tell you? Ask, what, ask you Geraldine. the <laughs> Okay, so it was, it's true. And what happened was it was a big joke and they thought it was hilarious. And mum tells it as if like, oh yeah, it was just a joke. We're just kind of playing jokes on each other. And they even, what they also did was got horse hair and tied it to, because they lived on a paddock. <laughs> With it, they lived back, their back fence was a paddock and with a barbed wire hey, fence. Hang on, hang on. Is this true either? Yeah, or? this is all true. And they tied, they tied horsehair to the barbed wire fence and said oh. it, it must have jumped the fence and run away. So, yeah. So this is in your blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this explains, explains a lot. <laughs> so now it is to Jez. Now, was it Cam or was it me who the first year we spent at our future in-laws... Our partner's sister gave us, as a present, a cheese grater. When we unwrapped it, we had no idea how to react, as we weren't sure if it was a joke. It turned out not to be a joke and just a very shit present. Is that Cam or is that me? Do do you have a girlfriend? (laughs) I have a a wife. Oh. Sorry, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, what what sort of grater was it? It was uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it was a cheese grater. It was shaped like the Eiffel Tower. What? Have you been to Paris together? <laughs> no, but Alex's sister is obsessed with France, and she was dating a French guy. They're actually now engaged, but at the time she was just giving everyone French-themed presents. What what kind of grater did you get? It was a specialized Parmesan grater. Okay. Had a handle that you put the palms and bit in, yeah, and wind, wind the wheel up. All right. Yeah. And that's actually a good. That's that's not to be sniffed at. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Edo, some, you don't know someone that well, and they give you a present which is a cheese grater. What's your face do when you unwrap it? This will work well on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're expensive, the, those ones. Oh, were you not making a joke about smelly cheese? <laughs> That's not to be sniffed at. It sounds like Carl's tweet number 54. Actually. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. That's a fucking hard thing to wrap a cheese grater, surely? Yeah. Comes in a box. Okay. <laughs> oh, I reckon it was you. You reckon it was me? You are correct. A point there for me, yes. I mean, a point for Jess. point for Jess. Have you... Has I've there done... ever been an Eiffel Tower-shaped cheese grater? <laughs> I saw one once and... Uh... 
<laughs> went, that'll come in handy. There was a level of detail that I went, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know how to react. When I opened it up, I was like, that, what do you do with that? I've done the joke present thing before. What's the shittest present you've well, given? It was for a boyfriend and I wanted to get him this watch that was really cool, but it was taking, it wasn't going to get here in time, so I bought him like a, a car, a, you know, Ben 10? That <laughs> yeah. I bought him a shitty plastic, you know those shitty ones where the face comes up? And I, and I acted like it was a whole really big deal. It was like, I've got this for you and I bought it online. It's taken ages for his birthday. It's really exciting. And bless him, he totally acted like he liked it a lot. And he was like, oh, this is so great. I'm like, put it on. <laughs> <laughs> it was his 40th birthday. Can I, just <laughs> Can I clarify though, Josh? Was yeah. it one of those... Yeah, it was. I pretended that I liked it, but it was that thing of like, I don't know how to react. I, I'm shit at giving. <laughs> I'm shit at receiving presents though, because I don't like people watching me unwrap stuff. Because yeah. I am ungrateful, pretty much. Yeah. Because f- for my eighth birthday, Mum gave me a pony. It was great. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Every time I open a present, I'm like, I could have afforded this. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, what? Another car. Right. <laughs> okay, at the end of that round, the scores are... The scores are Celia on one point, Edo on two points, Cam on three points, Jez on four points, and Carl on five points. Yeah! <laughs> okay, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, you're each given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. Point if you guess correctly. A point to the person who the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. Okay, so to Edo. So Jez once got given... <laughs> Jez once got given as a gift, wrapped up and under the tree, a cob of corn. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to ask us some questions? <laughs> Just so the podcast goes for longer than 40 minutes. I know her family. Can I say, I got corn on the cob wrapped up yesterday as well. Oh. So, yeah. Who from? From Jeff Sparrow, my co-worker, who uh, thought it would be a really funny. He's not a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you asked questions in this one. I yeah, you can it. ask questions. Um, well, it's over. But yeah. um, <laughs> was it cooked? No. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so you're gonna say yeah? Yeah. You're correct. A point there for Edo. Yes. Hang on. So you've you've got corn on the cob as a present twice. Yeah. Unrelated to each other. Well, I told the story on radio and then so my co-host was like, well, it's pretty funny. Have some corn. Call back. Just quickly, you know after the storms last week, big storms, Melbourne? Yeah. And um, I go... (laughs) I go swimming in the Port Phillip Bay, which is wrong. I know, it's gross out there. And we were swimming along and someone saw a corn on the cob. (laughs) They did come out of the drains and someone else saw a le- like 12 lamb chops on a tray in plastic <laughs> floating past. Disgusting. Stay out of there. It's toxic. <laughs> Who's flushing a tray of lamb chops? Uh, might be to hide the shame. You're like, oh... <laughs> Ate too many. No, I just find it. Can I? Can I also say that yeah. I already knew about this because every time Edo goes for a swim out in the bay, she sends me a bay report. <laughs> <laughs> what? What else have you copped from the bay report? Uh, you got some by a jellyfish. <laughs> well, you just screamed out, "Someone help me!" And no one came. <laughs> out. 
Just one lamb chop. <laughs> so I want to go about why did you get... You haven't said why they gave you corn. Why oh, is no that... No one asked good? me why I got it. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I unwrapped it and my, it turns out my older sister gave it to me and I said, why? And she said, because you just said that you really like corn. <laughs> and I went, yeah, like, you know, she was like, the other day we were at the fruit and veggie store. I'm like, yeah, I said I really like it for dinner, not, <laughs> not for Christmas, but, but, but thanks. So, so did they, was it just wrapped, like, wasn't it was anything? It was corn in, on the cob, like in its husk. Yeah. And when I was unwrapping it, I thought I maybe had got like an African doll in a grass skirt. <laughs> in a point. <laughs> like a Hawaiian tiki doll, is that kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a doll in a grass skirt. Because you also told me that your mum gave, gave you a pretty, not, not the best gift one year as well. I borrowed some money off her and I said, hey... This could because we do Kris Kringles and Mum was supposed to buy it for me. I needed like a hundred bucks to pay for a bill, and then I said, "Oh, this can just be my present," like thinking that she would not take that seriously, but <laughs> she did. <laughs> but then she did get me like a, a family pack of Alan's party mix lollies, so <laughs> I had something to open on Christmas Day. <laughs> Because my ex's uh, grandmother was the worst present giver ever. She once gave her own granddaughter a calendar with six days left on it. That's, yeah. <laughs> that same year, she gave her son some snail bait. That was what he got. And her other granddaughter got half a bag of mixed lollies because she'd already, she got hungry in the car. <laughs> I, um, Good used to, ears, mate. I used to buy my dad a bag of sultanas for Christmas every year. And I must admit, it's only just now <laughs> that I'm thinking he said he liked Sultanas once. <laughs> so I bought it for him and he thought it was funny, so he pretended he liked it and made me do it for ten years in a row. I, I used to get pissed on Christmas Eve in Miraburra and uh, I'd stay over at my mate Jimmy's house. And then we'd wake up on Christmas Day and he would give his mum a present and she'd unwrap it. And for three years in a row, it was a soccer ball. <laughs> and then she would go, you know I don't play soccer. And he'd go, oh, don't you? Hey, Carl, let's go and have a kick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So to Tom. Now, when Carl was eight years old, mm-hmm. he figured out that Santa Claus was not real, but hadn't told his parents because he still wanted presents. On Christmas morning, he woke up early before anyone else and raided his brother's Christmas stocking. He put the good stuff in his and then went back to bed. <laughs> he woke up later and his brother was crying and his mum was consoling him, saying... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Santa maybe just got confused and Carl said, no way, it's in my stocking. Maybe I was just better this year. 
Yeah or nah? Ask him as many questions as you want. All right. Okay. So Carl was eight, so his profile was the same as it is now. <laughs> Just for context. No, back then my mum and dad would have gone to my show. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What kind of stocking are we talking about? Nylon, like an actual stocking, like a. The same stocking that we, I still get from my mum now, which is like this weather-beaten old like, little red uh, uh, stocking with Santa on the front. And she, she keeps it every year. And where, where, did, where do you put those stockings? She just holds on to it and ha- has it like at her place. But back then, where did you put them? Did oh, you, under the tree. Under the tree? Yep. J- just sitting there empty? Yes. No, and how yeah, big yeah. was the stocking? Like what, what, like size of a pillowcase? or? Carl's yeah. saying about 30 centimetres or 20 yeah, centimetres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. And, wh- and what did you take from your brother's stocking and put into yours? What in particular? Mainly lollies. Okay. Yeah. Only lollies? Uh, I think majority back then it would have been nearly all lollies, maybe like one or two little things like an Atari cartridge or something. Corn? <laughs> <laughs> For the listener, Anne said corn. <laughs> okay, so you're eight. We're about the same age. <laughs> an Atari cartridge. Hmm. I don't think they were invented back then. I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? You are correct. Yes, that was yes! a lie. <laughs> just, to, just two corrections. They were invented back then. And secondly, I'm younger than you. <laughs> Only slightly. What was, your, what was your Atari game of choice? Uh, was it River Raid? Oh, yeah, I love River Raid. Yeah, it's the best one. And uh, Decathlon. used to break the joysticks, though. Q-Bert. Yeah, Q-Bert. Q-Bert. Nerds. Uh. <laughs> yeah, at eight, you're allowed to be. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the right time for it. After nine, you're a fucking loser. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, like, if you do it later in life, you're a Golden Gibbo nominee. <laughs> very in. This very is very in. <laughs> hey, Tom, have you ever been nominated for one of those? Or... <laughs> Look, there's a swing and a miss. Let's not draw attention to it. <laughs> Have you ever been nominated for an award in Melbourne? No. no. <laughs> but Josh, he has three cars. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's that's true. I did win the comedian's choice. You should award. you should go on your own quiz show and try and win that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. Okay, so to Cameron now. Okay. When Celia, when yeah. she was 19, she got very very drunk on Christmas Eve. So far, yes. And she, <laughs> and she woke up with her first proper, proper hangover. Mm-hmm. She, though, she had promised her mum, though, that she would help her with the lunch prep and try to pretend that everything was fine. The job her mum gave her was to stuff the turkey. <laughs> this resulted <laughs> in Celia accidentally, but successfully, vomiting into the turkey's vent. The cloaca. <clears throat> Yeah I was going no. to correct you. Yeah. Yes, it is called a cloaca. <laughs> it's the... I wish... <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> okay, so you were 19 years proud. old. Yes. Were you still living at home? No, I was living in the, the heady days of Churnside Park. Anyone knows the glamour? <laughs> I moved out the day I turned 18, and this was the first and last time I threw up the next day. Now mm. I throw up before I go to bed. Like a grown-up. <laughs> okay. all, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right. So when you go back, because I think Carl and I are the same, mm-hmm. we go back for Christmas Eve and everyone just goes out on the town because no one lives there anymore. Is that the same for you? No, no, no. I was out in Chenso Park. I was at a house party yeah. with my 19-year-old friends, so okay. the family did not... So I tried to play that whole... No, okay. last night, oh, I just had a real real quiet night. I was just watching fireworks on TV, no big deal. Whereas I was, I was just... Yeah, it was a house party. It, I remember because it's... I... Ugh. 
there was a guy that I, I had no shoes on, I don't know why. There was a guy that I liked who left and I was like, oh, I like that guy left. My friend was like, well, go get him. So I ran down the street after him and I called out to him and he turned around and then I hadn't thought about what I was going to say. So I winked at him and then ran <laughs> off. <laughs> so it was a houseplant. So no, I wasn't with the family. I went, I drove there the next day. But did you stay at your parents' house that night? No, okay. I stayed in Chernobyl Park. So you were why, nine, why did you move out of, out of home? Because I lived in Yarra Glen and there's no bars. <laughs> there's no train it was buses like I moved out I got my license the day I turned 18 I moved out like a month later to Chernside Park okay and uh, what, yeah I know we can to what kind of did you have to make the stuffing or was it stuffing that was bought no no mum would have done it I don't make anything hmm. okay. I don't yeah. now when you spewed in the um, cloaca <laughs> did you open the vent with your hands <laughs> Or did you just spew in the direction of no, the vent no. and some got in? Oh, it sounds like I did it on purpose, yes. So it was nearby. It wasn't like suck it wasn't like a <laughs> vacuum seal kind of oh no one will find it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like nearby. It was just mm. so great. it was just the it was you know, it's clammy and it's it's gross. It's clammy. It's a it's a, it's a dead plucked chicken's vent. Yes, you're right to walk out at this point. It's disgusting. <laughs> First walk out. First walk out. Fourth time someone said vent. So <laughs> you do the so math. I'm not proud of it and I and I did I did I did own up to my mother, but we decided that we could save it. How did you save it? Did you clean the vent? Because it was vent nearby. Out? It wasn't in the vent. It was real near real near the the vent. The stuffing, however, yeah. was destroyed. Just on the on the, on the outside of the vent. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> But you have to pay attention to that area. And, um, and so <laughs> Remind me not to go to Christmas at your place, okay? Compliments to the chef. <laughs> yes! Fuck, the joke holds up when someone else does it. <laughs> okay, I'm going uh, to say nah. You are correct, it was. Yes. Yes. A point there for Cameron James. Us pretending. We don't have turkey, we have chicken. Yeah. But the What's winking story, now that happened. That is true, yeah. Okay, cool. I was trying to do your sneaky yeah. thing of putting a real thing in it's how you lie. It's how you play the game. That is true. Okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Celia on one point. Go yeah. for Celia. Picole, everyone. Edo on three points. Cam on four points. Tom on four points. Jez on four points. And still on five points, it's Carl Chandler. All right. This is our final round. And it's called... What, what did Carl just drop? Beer vouchers, so shut up. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> this round is called Ho 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 Ho. Now, in this round, I'll read out ten questions all about you guys. If you think you know who it is, buzz in, say your name, and then say who it is. If you get a point, if you get it right, you get a point off if you get it wrong. It's the only round you can lose points. So don't be, don't be shy, okay? Is this the last round? But the last round, I know, it's gone right. quick. And? I guess... And these are all to do with Christmas So here we go Question one Whose dog found a discarded Christmas ham under a tree And would go and feast on it until they were sick? Tom Yes Tom Carl No that was Jez Point off Tom there Yes Carl doesn't own a dog He owns cats Sorry every time Every time Carl talks I drift off (laughs) Hey, but you check my Twitter, so that's good. <laughs> no, so I, I just pretended to. I heard someone else referring to it. 
and then I made out I read it, oh, so yes. it seemed relevant to people who are on oh, Twitter, right. but I actually only read my own timeline, <laughs> which you're not on. So, so, so Jess, what happened? How, how sick did your dogs get? Uh, yeah, both dogs got pretty sick, because uh, we found... Yeah, someone... I don't know how the ham got there, but someone had left a ham under a bush down the street, and then we found it was maggots all over it. There you go. Celia had vomited was on it. Near the, was it near the bay? <laughs> Talking to the mic, you know. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, there's two. <laughs> it's like last night. No. Oh, Hello. 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 Yeah. Oh, the phone. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck, so, so neither of them were circumcised. Interesting. <laughs> Question... <laughs> Question two. These are such old mics. It feels like last night you were in a threesome with Bert Newton and Daryl Summers. <laughs> right on, Tracy Spicer. Fucking hell. Uh, okay, question two. Whose father gave them as a gift a T-shirt that said, I come from a good home, that's why I'm not allowed to go back? Who, <laughs> who gave them that? Uh, Edo. Yes, Edo. Tom. No, it was Silly Picola. <laughs> Who's ready to feel sad. <laughs> It was extra, extra, extra large, and he gave the exact same T-shirt to me and my two sisters. <laughs> we don't speak. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, I should, I should point out in this round, I'm included because it's Christmas. Oh, and, sweet. And uh, I had to quickly write some questions because... That means out. the next <laughs> one's about you. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> give me the point. Just give me the point. <laughs> Question three. Who once, as an adult, got booed by a bunch of kids for cutting in line to have their photo taken on Santa's lap? Celia. Cameron. Yes, Celia. Josh. No, it was Edo. Hey! Oh. Point off, Celia. God damn. Well, what happened was... <laughs> the comedy festival <laughs> rang me and said, do you want to sit on Santa's knee for the leader newspaper and have, have your photo taken and it'll be in the paper? And I was like, will I sell three more tickets to my show at the Butterfly Club? And they said yes. I said, I'll do it. <laughs> So I was on my way there and the guy rang from the festival and said, I'm just checking you know where Melbourne Central is. I'm like, yeah, what a fucking idiot. Uh, I know where Melbourne Central is. He's like, he's like, like, that's like asking where the city is. Right? He's like, so you know where Melbourne Central is, you don't need someone to meet you. Look, what are you talking about? Of course I know where it is. Near the train, you get off and you're, and you're there, right? <laughs> Sorry, this is a long story. I like it. So I got off. The train, I was like, rang him back. I'm like, right, where do I go? And he's like, described it. I couldn't work it out. He's like, are you at Malvern Central? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm at Melbourne Central. Speak clearly, you dumb. But anyway. <laughs> so I had to, had to get in a taxi and race over to Malvern Central. And then got there and there was a queue of kids waiting to see Santa and they had to like bustle me forward in front of the queue and kids were crying and like going, she pushed him! And the mums were getting upset and like, like telling the organisers it wasn't fair. And I was like, just give me a minute, I just need one minute with Santa on his knee. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sat on the knee, got the photo and everyone was going, boo! <laughs> True, true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, anyway. 
Question four. Who once tried to trick their sibling by wrapping a book in a huge box with marbles and bells in it, only for their sibling to be really happy with all the marbles and bells? Cameron. Yes, Cameron. Geraldine. No, it was Carl Chandler. Point off, Cam, there. Uh, yeah, I honestly, I was like, this is the point of Christmas, to trick people. So it was like a little You go book. well with my family, it's great. Right. Yeah. There's a little book, and I put it in this big box and like put all these cool things in it with the, just in case that he shook it and he'd be like, oh, fuck, I don't know what it is because it's like, you know, it's, it sounds like there's whistles and bells and marbles and everything in it. And then he opens it up and finds them and goes, oh, awesome, I, that's cool, I want all that stuff. I'm like, no, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're, I, I want those marbles. So he gets his shitty book and then I have to take back all the fucking rest of my bedroom. <laughs> Are you still estranged from your brother? <laughs> Funny question, that, yes. <laughs> uh, while we're here talking about presents that you've given, can you talk about when you first met your now wife and what you gave her for Christmas? Oh, uh, yeah. A good rogering. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nice. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Stuffing uh, the vent, they call it. <laughs> no. Um, no, I did... I... Don't fuck around. It was a terrible rogering. <laughs> Okay. It was like Cam James, know. two or three pumps know. and that was it. I so, um, it, I did the whole 12 days of Christmas thing, so, which is a great idea in the first couple of days. Because <laughs> I was like doing all these cool presents and, you know, it was like, you know, the 12th day was like, uh, uh, you know, like six DVDs and then the, the, the second day... <laughs> yeah, and then, and then the next day was like a huge box of chocolates and then the, the third day or whatever was like... Um, you know, a big bunch of flowers, and then, and I'm like, this is cool, and then, sh- and then she, and I, for one day, that's a pretty good present. That's one day, there's 11, 11 of those days to come. So, I, day nine, uh, four more DVDs. Uh. Man, honestly, that's what it turned into, because you do that, and then you go, fuck, what else is there I can get? So, like, six, seven days in, I'm like, I can give her another Toblerone, I guess, or... Because your brother's got all your bells and whistles, so... Like, 12 12 different presents, and the worst thing was, then, as it went on, she's telling everyone at work, going, oh, great, and you know what? It's all building up to one big present. I'm like, no, it's not. Do you remember what the last... What was the last day's present? Oh, fuck, I got really angry. Because... Because it was like, you know that thing when people are like, you owe me a present? I'm like, I fucking gave you 11 days of presents already. <laughs> like, what? Like, this was instead of a big present. Like, I could have just given you a big present to start with. You've got 12 days of middle-sized presents. This is a metaphor for a relationship. <laughs> hey, this is one year in. I know. <laughs> what, what, what was on the DVD? What DVDs were that? <laughs> Good question. Good, good question. I'll, I'll field this one. Um, Essendon Premiership too. No, 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 no. It was all my girlfriend likes all the... My then girlfriend likes all the um, uh, romantic comedies. She only likes romantic comedies because anything else isn't an, an escape from her work. So she likes all the DVDs with white covers. So if it's got a white cover or Reese Witherspoon, fucking yeah. So it was all nice DVDs like that, yeah. That's great. Oh, so good. <laughs> what was the final present? Uh, a jar of marbles. <laughs> Yours. 
in, he's lost them. I'm very happily married. <laughs> Question five. Who here, every year, throws quite a big and infamous Christmas party? Edo. Yes, Edo. Tom. Yes, you are correct. A point there for Edo. Yes, how many people here are invited to it? Edo. Okay, great. <laughs> I was filming a show up in Sydney. Uh, Tom, I don't, I don't know if you were on it, but I was. Um, obviously, yeah. Anyway. No, I didn't need to go on it because I've got my own show. <laughs> uh, the party was cancelled this year, actually, due to flooding. Oh, really? Yeah, we didn't have it this year. We're going to have it later. Oh, yeah. Oh, still As can't. in for the one in next week. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, yeah. Well, it's it's not happening because yep. there, there was yeah there were flood. Remember the remember the storms. <laughs> <laughs> well, while Edo was swimming in filth. <laughs> I was concerned there could be flooding in my paddock where there's no filth. You could always hold it tonight at the casino. <laughs> I hear there's something good on. Entertainment's only 80 bucks a head, so just come along and check it out. 80 bucks? <laughs> Probably not. I'm just selling out my own agency. It's good. <laughs> I reckon your, your show tonight's going to be the equivalent of what Edo was swimming in. <laughs> Free chops. Good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Question six. Whose family once spent Christmas night making percussion instruments out of Nutri-Grain and Tupperware and having a drum circle? Celia. Yes, Celia. Edo. No, that was me. That was my family. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. And I don't know, like, with my auntie, who's not really part of the family. Oh, she's part of the family, but she was estranged for... Well, she was estranged for years. She's one of those people who doesn't want people to call her auntie, whatever. And so she brought her new boyfriend in who had a bongo drum and thought we'd just sit around and play bongos. Yeah, because fucking Xavier Rudd turned up. Great. Anyway, so... So it was also the first year that my now wife had Christmas with our family and my brother's ex-wife had Christmas with the family. She was like, what is this weird bongo family yeah, it's I've funny. joined? And we just kind of went inside, but it went for hours. All of them fucking dancing around, like shaking Tupperware containers with Nutri-Grain, mm. having a great time. And the neighbours came over. Everyone in the street was involved. It was it How was many fucked. mushrooms did you yeah. eat during this Christmas? Yeah. It was great. Great times. Wow. Mm. I, I, nearly, I nearly found out Santa wasn't real a couple of years earlier because I got up really early I went to check under the tree and there was absolutely nothing. And I ran into my parents' room and went, Santa didn't come. And mum was like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe go back to bed. (laughs) And I went back to bed and I'm like just lying there and I heard all this noise. And then I eventually got up and there was all presents there and I was like, oh, great. And then I said to my mum and dad later, I heard all this noise. I think I heard Santa come. And they're like, yeah, that was it. Totally. And, and I, for years, I was, like, telling people in the schoolyard, like, no, 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 Santa's real. I heard him. And then years and years later, like, Mum said to me, had heard me tell people that story, then go, you know your dad just got absolutely written off that night, right? <laughs> so how old were you when you stopped believing? Uh, I don't know, maybe six or seven? This is a question for everyone. Cam, how old were you? I think I was about 10 and I also said to mum and dad, I don't believe in God anymore (laughs) (laughs) on the same day. It was huge for my family. (laughs) Jez? I I think I was about eight and uh, there was kids, nasty kids down the road had buried my, um, I got a pair of plastic um, glitter sandals. By the way, does everyone not know Santa's not real? (laughs) Because this is the, yeah. sorry to interrupt, but this is the one thing that they say don't say on radio. Yeah. Because yeah. people get fired for this, for saying 
Santa's not real, so maybe yeah, just so edit all this out. Santa is real, everyone. <laughs> yes, for any children listening, listening to the podcast, <laughs> we just want to let you know that Santa's real. I'm really that... glad you learned what polyamorous means. <laughs> so, so, they hid your glitter sandals. Yeah, they buried them in the, in the dirt. I was trying to find them, and then they said... I said, I've got those off Santa. And they're like, Santa's not real, it's your mum and dad. So, oh. Oh. Grim. <laughs> Pricks. Edo, how old were you? Sorry, I went home and I got some DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been together ever since. <laughs> uh, well, I, my mother didn't encourage Santa, so oh. um, she, was, she th- felt it was a lie. Um, <laughs> To children, and serious. Oh. <laughs> and so I, she didn't, she didn't, like, just, she just didn't promote it as a thing uh, that he yeah. was coming and stuff. So what'd she say? Like, happy Christmas. When you die, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, basically. There's no afterlife. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Tom, how old were you? I barely remember because I was the second youngest of five, so I got tipped off really early. I think yeah. I had one or two Christmases in the clear to myself. <laughs> yeah, my, my older brother was like, there's none, but don't tell mum and dad because yeah. we'll stop yeah. getting don't presents. Don't believe you don't receive. Yeah. Oh, nice. And so we had a, I also had a younger brother as well, so we are like, don't, don't say anything. Celia? I don't know. I don't remember. I really don't think it was really into Santa. I was less, is Santa real and more? Why doesn't dad sign my birthday cards? <laughs> 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 It's true. I think I was distracted. I was, real, I was real busy. Do you want to hear the saddest theory that I have in the world? That Santa yeah. Claus is just like... Because cause I, I googled once, does Santa have any children? Because I had to do a stand-up set in the UK about Christmas. And I thought, does he have kids? Because he's called Father Christmas. And there was, a, it was an elf didn't answer, which was real handy on Google Answers. I was like, I'm an elf. And I can tell you that Santa Claus does have children. All of the children in the world are Santa's children. And I just thought that is so sad because it's just like Santa's like a single dad who has really bad visitation rights. <laughs> like he only gets to see his kids one night a year and he's not allowed to talk to them and if they see him, that's not allowed. Like, They're my kids too! But... <laughs> Sorry. I think, I think I got tipped off, like, about a couple of years later after that thing happened. Uh, uh, my best mate, Peter Field... Uh, what? Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, by the way, I only... In the last six months I found out that that's what his name sounds like. I, his, his name is Peter Field... And I said it out loud and everyone reacted like that. I was like, fuck! Are you telling me you've been boring a shitless with a hundred jokes on Twitter and you had that in you? You just left that to the side? You don't Man. deserve to be in this industry. I had, I had 12 years of school with him and no one burnt him with that. Oh, you are a failure as a bully. That's like if there was a guy called Ray Pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Pissed. Uh, so, yes, so Peter. Oh, yeah, yeah, he... So, my best friend, Peter Field... <laughs> he's no longer my best friend. I'm too old for him. Um, yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, I was his best mate in primary school, and after that, no, not, not, not as much. So, <laughs> he... Look, my story's not going to top that, so... <laughs> Show us on me what he did to you. <laughs> I think Crown Casino will show you on you tonight. <laughs> he, found, he found 
under his parents' bed, he found Castle Grayskull and went, oh. what's this doing here? And his mum just straight away coughed it up and went, Santa's not real. Oh. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah. Also, was... we named you after your father. Went for it. <laughs> and a happy new year. <laughs> Okay, How the fuck did you guys all get it that quick? <laughs> question seven. Whose family every Christmas listens to the Gypsy Kings? That is their thing every Christmas. Cameron. <laughs> yes, Cameron. Josh. No, it was uh, Silly Piccola. Point off can there. Yeah. I don't know why. It's our Christmas album. Bambaleo. I don't know. I don't know why. It just is. is that the Gypsy Kings? That's the Gypsy Kings, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Hotel California? They do a cracking cover of. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> Not very, not, very fe- not very festive. <laughs> no, it's not festive. That's why it's weird. And I don't know why, but that's just the album that must play on Christmas Day. Our family tradition is we have broad beans on the table because my grandmother liked broad beans. But she didn't, you know, broad beans are actually nice. But if you don't shell them properly, they're fucking awful. She never shelled them, so she just had them there and she'd be the only one who eats them, but she'd make everyone eat them, saying it's tradition. And so after she died, <laughs> we had them there and no one touched them apart from one person went, oh, yeah, they're fucking awful. Anyway, so... <laughs> Little family tradition. So you still have them? We still have them every year. For grandma! (laughs) Pull one out! Anyway. um, (laughs) The music that we play at Christmas, my mum loves the Bee Gees. So we listen to a bit of Bee Gees, but also Elbow Skins, the beer song. (laughs) That's all she's got. Question eight. Who once got annoyed at their dad for giving them a Tats Lotto ticket as a present? Edo. Only for their partner to tell them to calm down. Yes, Edo. Yes. No, that was Carl Chandler, yes. Oh. Point off, Edo. I was furious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't care about presents. Just don't give money to fucking Tattersalls. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because if you don't win it, <laughs> if, if, it's a, if it's a Tats Lotto ticket and you don't win anything, you just got given a bit of fucking rubbish. <laughs> you I thought your it. dad was a news agency person no i wish what what shop was it then he had a lot of shops really yeah he had name, a one. Shop. name one i can name them all <laughs> milk bar all right, no go. no deli chandler's deli meats but hang on deli is a milk bar right sort of yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. it was a, it was like a coffee shop yeah were there meats oh. yes Edo. <laughs> <laughs> okay Ham. Yes. <laughs> this is like the Bay Report again. <laughs> yeah. Salami. Yes. Stress. Yes. Yum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you call it Stras in Maryborough? No, we called it animal meat. <laughs> it changes. Some places it's Devon, some places it's German. There you go. No. It's What's called... the one that's the square? Mortobello. Yuck! <laughs> We didn't have that. Nah, good. We didn't have that. Yeah. Got bits in it. Yeah. Chandler's Deli. Chandler's Shoes. <laughs> no meat. <laughs> terrace, Feet. Sounds similar. Terrace, oh. terrace Coffee Corner. Oh. The, is that when the Cafe Revolution happened? First Cafe Maryborough? Uh, well, Chandler's Deli, technically a cafe. Okay. Did yeah. you have coffee, though? Or instant <laughs> in a... International roast. Did, did we have coffee in a place called Terrace Coffee Corner? No, on, at the deli. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> this is un believable 
Just skip through. Keep naming your shops, cunt. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I'm not the one asking myself questions. You should be. (laughs) All right, let's start from the start. Quickly. (laughs) Chandler's Deli. Chandler's Shoe, spell S-H-U-U-S. Oh! No, that I was like six years old and I was like, don't go with that one. <laughs> Terrace Coffee Corner. Chandler's Health Foods. Oh! Which we took over because mum and dad owned the freehold, owned the building, but the guy got ran out of town or, or left town very quickly because he, <laughs> he went to the hospital and, and had... <laughs> big hemorrhage, big internal bleeding because the rumour went he, he stuck a broom up his ass. So, yeah. <laughs> I lo- like people used to get run out of Bernie. There was my, my friend, my friend Moya. But, but the story, by, by the way, the story was he was reaching for some like dried prunes <laughs> up on a top shelf and fell, and fell on the ladder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That old. Yeah. I've, I've, who hasn't? Because. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my friend Moya's mum ran the, like, uh, crystal shop, kind of like, oh, kind of, yeah. yeah. But she used to go in Stanley, there was a thing called the nut. It's like a kind of a big rock. She would go up there and do, do, ro- do yoga on top of the nut and people thought she was doing witchcraft and chased her out of town. <laughs> Keep going. Shops. <laughs> Chandler's Deli. <laughs> Chandler's Shoes. Terrace Coffee Corner. Uh... Chandler's Health Foods, have I done that one? Yes. yes. Yep. Broom up the bum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rings a bell. Uh, and then the last one, and the, and the one timed beautifully as I was 16 or 17 years old, just when I could cop this, Porn. Chandler's Rejects. Uh. <laughs> Fucking brutal to go in year 11 every day and be like, are you one of Chandler's Rejects? <laughs> Fuck. The Clearly. worst. <laughs> okay, question. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> Question nine. Do I, do I do the deli? <laughs> <laughs> Let's run through the meats again. <laughs> chicken meat. What about chicken meat? Yeah, oh. chicken. Oh. She's out. Oh, uh, fair enough. That's Another walkout. What the is it? The amount of time that I've told that story and when I get the chicken, walkouts. Yeah. Chicken meat. The one I don't like is the smiley face one. That's no yeah, good. That's yeah. Mortabella. Is that? Oh, okay. No good. Question nine. I like getting the Swiss cheese. From the deli? Yeah. No. Why not? Because it's been, it's been dry. It's been out for too long. No, I, I, I get them to get the ones in the middle. <laughs> How good would it be to use chicken meat as a curtain for the vent? <laughs> Swiss cheese, not as good. <laughs> yeah. Nice little vent curtain. Question nine. Who once made their very Catholic uncle buy them the Richard Dawkins book, The God Delusion? Celia? Yes, Celia. Jess? No, it was Cam. So a point oh, off Celia there, yeah. How old were you, Cam? It was 2005, so I guess like 17 or 18. I started dyeing my hair black. <laughs> I was wearing Doc Martens, and I also asked for a Marilyn Manson CD, that album, that year. Uh, and yeah, man, I was goth for a fucking month. <laughs> Over summer, good choice. Yeah. (laughs) I swam in the pool with my dyed black hair and it turned green. And then I did a shit in that same pool, ladies and gentlemen. So how do you you think goth cam would feel about you doing a gig at the casino tonight? 
He'd be like, you fucking sell out. Put money on black. <laughs> hey, I forgot one. Yeah? So what? Chandler's Deli. <laughs> Chandler's Shoes, Terrace Coffee Corner, Chandler's Health Food, Chandler's Rejects, and then Dad bought a pub in a chuka without telling Mum. <laughs> And that's the Is last you've seen of Chandler's <laughs> Secret Family? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Chandler's Rejects. <laughs> and our last question. Our last question for the year. Okay, here we go. Who spent one Christmas in a war zone? Who spent one Carl. Christmas? Carl. Yes, Carl. Did I win that one? Yeah, because you were louder. All right, good. Because <laughs> I had the mic. Sweet tactic. Jez, it was Gleason. Tom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Point there for Jez and Carl, yes. It's Christmas. So, what Christmas are you... So you're in Eternal Troops? Uh, 2006, yes. Back before it was trendy. Yeah. <laughs> they actually told us we could do press at the time to let everyone know we were there, and I said, no, I want to keep it a secret. Because I thought my friends would think I'm a... I, just, I didn't want them to know. But why would you tell anyone that you're in a war zone? Isn't that... Don't they not want you no, to No, 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 they, they want you to go on the Today Show and a current affair and go, oh, I'm entertaining the troops, look at me for being a good person. They want right. to talk up that. Don't you talk do that? up the what, mission. What, to get more people to the show in yeah. Afghanistan? Or? No, to promote the invasion of Iraq, which I didn't agree with. I just went over there to have a little perv. <laughs> and, and how long were you there for then? Uh, I was there for two weeks. Great. Yes. And actually, Christmas Day... Yeah, Christmas Day. Oh. Did yeah. you get, get to make a phone call back home or anything? Yeah, whenever you'd ring it back home, you wouldn't be able to tell anyone where you were. So you'd be like, hello, Merry Christmas, what have you done today? Oh, uh, yeah, I walked around a camp <laughs> and there were people in it. So hang it was you, really nice. Your family knew, though, you were over there in a war zone. Yeah, I didn't go over, I didn't, like, leave suddenly. And yeah, well, that's what I thought. I thought you couldn't <laughs> tell them, so you're, like, going, oh, I'm not at Christmas this year. No, they knew I was there, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was actually one of the best Christmases I've ever had. <laughs> what'd you, what'd you get? Uh, what, for a present? Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I got the given, but they did, no, do, yeah. they did do a Kris Kringle at the, at the base that I was at. It was in Iraq. Yep. And uh, they gave the padre, so there's, you know, there's always like a, you know, the spiritual, like a priest, you know. Did you actually go, is this just an episode of MASH you remember? <laughs> no, I went. Yeah, I, I've done things with my career, Carl. And, um, <laughs> Gee, I wish I could get bombed. Yeah. Sorry, I'd list off my parents' Instead shots. Of creating. But I was <laughs> trying to be entertaining. Um, but they did a Kris Kringle and they gave the Padre a wanking machine. <laughs> and it's from... If anyone's seen the old Graham Kennedy film, The Odd Angry Shot, they give out a wanking machine and it's a shoebox with a hole in it and a, and a lever on the other side and a peacock feather in the middle. <laughs> Sounds like a turkey to me. (laughs) (laughs) Was he all right with it? He found it funny? Yeah, he found it funny, yeah. I mean, he believes in God, so obviously he's got a sense of (laughs) humour. Probably needs it. Okay, at the end of the whole game, the scores are on minus two. Silly Pacola, everyone. (laughs) The equal lowest score ever. Well done. Oh, thanks. On two points, we have Edo, yes, and Evans. Also on two points, we have Cam. Tom Gleason on three points. 
But it all came down to the last question. We have Jez on five points and Carl on six points. Carl Jez! So, shoe was spelt with a double U. Yes. How were Not all the w, other ones? Not but double Two U's. U's. So, two but U's how, yeah. Can you spell all the other shop names? D-E-L-I. You ever go to the old, that old-fashioned shop A, like two P's and an E? Well, you're not a cunt. <laughs> Can I be both or...? <laughs> yes. Hey, so just to, to save everyone, Edo, maybe you could finish on telling us that time that you tried to go to that Christmas in, out in, in the suburbs. Do you remember that? Oh. You've given her plenty. <laughs> oh, but that's involved. It, yeah. it involves... Off you go. No, go no, on. I... We've got time. No, no. All right, Carl, can you go through the shops again? This is actually like Christmas lunch. <laughs> yeah. Edo, can you tell the story about what... It... We're here all afternoon telling the story about the thing. Well, there was a... My sister was on... <laughs> can you just take the microphone out of Carl's yeah. hand, please? <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> Was a Straz pre-sliced or just... <laughs> you just slice it in the morning? <laughs> All right, Carl, take the microphone back. <laughs> I don't, okay. So my sister was on a... She lived in Woodend and she was in a forum for the broader um, Woodend region, including Melton. And uh, <laughs> she was on there and this, um, this message, message appeared from someone in Melton saying, we would like to invite one guest to our family Christmas. Um, we live in Melton, we have a really good time. Um, we'd like to invite a stranger in. Please submit an expression of interest <laughs> to be the guest at Christmas by 5 p.m. tomorrow. Wasn't Which it preferably someone that is estranged from their family? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, was it? So there was something about estrangement. So anyway. Josh's fucked auntie can go? <laughs> <laughs> so I, she sent that to me, I'm like, right. And I wrote an expression of interest, <laughs> saying... Hey, you're not estranged, so why did you want to go to someone else's? No, oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's right. It was... <laughs> they said someone who's been estranged from their own Christmas can come to our Christmas. So I wrote a fake letter saying, G'day, I'm Anne. Um, I got blind last year and, like, danced on a table and took a shit in the... <laughs> so what was fake about the letter? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> And, and I submitted this letter. Sorry, also, you gave the cat a bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, I oh, yeah, I said that in my... T once it, and this is true. Once when I was a kid, I gave the cat a bowl haircut. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mum used to get really stressed at Christmas time. It was very unpleasant. And I used to react in weird ways. And I took the cat out to the shed with a bowl and cut around it. And then sent the cat back into the kitchen. <laughs> and my mum lost her mind. She was like, who did that to the cat? Anyway. So I said I'd been banned from my own Christmas for these reasons, right? Sent it off. But again, why, why did you do this? Because I'm fucked up. I don't know. So I thought it'd be funny. The next day, a reply came back saying, congratulations, you've been accepted. 
to attend the Christmas. I was like, no, nah. I started getting really anxious. And, um, and then I, my sister was like, no, nah, we're going, we're going. We're going to drive you there on Christmas Day. And I was like, please, I don't want to go. I'm scared. <laughs> so your estranged family drove you to someone else's... They said they were going to wait out the front while I went in. Like, and... And, like, so it was safe and I could... They couldn't even have their own Christmas dinner because they're waiting out the front in the Corolla waiting for you. Yes. And, um... But I was so, like, I was like, yeah, I was, like, trying to be cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And, and Christmas morning I was crying. I didn't want to go. I thought I was going to... I wanted to... I thought I was going to get attacked. Like, I, thought, I didn't know, understand... And then my sister was like, all right, it's time to go. And I was like, I don't want to... I had this meltdown. I was like, I don't want to go. It's not safe. <laughs> and then Mary said to me, my sister, she said, Mum wrote it. My mother had written the thing. And they, like, mocked it up. And it was all a joke. <laughs> Very good. So that is the final story this year on Don't You Know Who I Am. Go out for everyone on the panel today. Cameron James, Johnny Hickey, Carl Chandler, Anne Evans, Tom Gleeson, Silly Bacola. Stick around. Anyway, thank you everyone who's been uh, to the live shows this year. Hopefully I'll see you again next year at the live shows in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. There's hey, six of them. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to say that it's... Is this still recording? Is this on the show show or not? I'll edit this out. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, so, Because you your show's on after Dum Dum Club. Yeah, it is. Yeah, upstairs. Upstairs. In, yeah. yeah, so make sure you get a ticket. You can get a season pass for 60 bucks. You see all four here, but you've got to pay... It's weird. Anyway, you've got to pay separately for the ones at the hi-fi bar. Josh, Josh. Yeah. Is there meat? <laughs> there could be a meat raffle. Okay. <laughs> so, can you give a round of applause to these guys as they exit the stage? Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a good time. Thank you very much for donating to the Indigenous Assistance Foundation. Stick around for a drink. We'll see you soon. Bye. G'day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.